Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. I'm really feeling my opening. You know, when Patti LaBelle called the show, she went... I love that music you got there, young man. So I knew I was with Patti LaBelle. It's a legend now. When she tells you your music, your, your, your intro music is rocking, you're rocking. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I got my Quip electric toothbrush. I love my smile. I love my teeth. When was the last time you replaced your toothbrush? Do you always brush twice a day for a full two minutes? Paying attention to these good habits has a huge impact on your health. That's right, I'm introducing Quip, spelled Q-U-I-P, the new electric toothbrush that helps to fix the brushing habits that most people get wrong. Quip does this with a lightweight and sleek design. Simple time vibrations, mmm, and guiding pulses give you a perfect two-minute clean. Bokeh electric toothbrushes have awkward charging stands, modes you don't need, and cost five times, hear me now, five times as much. Quip starts at just $25, and you can get brush heads refilled. You can get toothbrush head refills automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended three-month schedule for only $5. And shipping's free. Shipping is free. Quip has been featured in GQ, Oprah's Old List, and Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of the year. Go to getquip.com forward slash my name, Rashawn McDonald, right now and get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack. My next guest is a Phi Beta Kappa graduate of Morehouse College. That's right here in Atlanta, Georgia. This is, this is so appropriate. Alumnus of University of Pennsylvania Law School, way up north, so south and north. And on May 23rd of this year, he won Survivor Ghost Island Season 36. Now, that's something. I, I don't know if I'd do that, but he did it. And we're going to talk about how a boy, Phi Beta Kappa, so you know he's smart now. You know he's smart. Went to an island and hung out there half naked for for a whole season. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Wendell Holland. How you doing, Wendell? 
<laughs> My man, thank you for <laughs> that wonderful intro. I appreciate it. Uh, good hey, to be hey, here. hey, Wendell, where you based at right now? Philadelphia, man, Philadelphia. Born and raised except for school and except for Survivor. Okay, so you were born and raised there, but you came to college, came down to Atlanta for college. Yeah, man, I had to go to the best. You know, I had to go to the best school, so I had to come to the A-Town Mm-hmm. And get my uh, get my education at Morehouse. Get that good Southern food, you know. Get that good Southern exactly. food on, and you went back up to Philly, home of the Super Bowl champions for Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, yes, indeed. And you're a champion. And I'm a champion. Now let's talk about your world champion, the city's world champions. You know, you're fighting for baseball, your your, your basketball team. So Philadelphia is winning, a city of winners. And you represent that's what that. I'm thinking. That's what you yes, represent sir. now. You know, my boy Kevin yes, Hart, sir. he's a winner. <laughs> he from Philly. Now, now they gotta put you got the Rocky statue downtown. You know, right there. Yes. You, I hope you took a selfie with that when you won the Survivor. You know, you know I did. You know I did. I have a good. I have a good picture right next to the Rocky statue. I know my man. I know my man. <laughs> now, so so let's talk about it. Okay, you did Survivor thirty six season, thirty six season of Survivor. You have been wanting to do this show for a long time. Tell us why. Yeah. So I've I've always been um, kind of a well. Growing up, I like to build like tree houses and you know play around in my parents' backyard. And I guess about ten years ago, I started watching this show Survivor, and I'm like, man, it's it looks like a difficult show, but mm-hmm. it looks like a show that I could put all of my talents to, and it looks like a show I could do pretty well at because I'm I was pretty smart pretty athletic. I played a lot of sports, mm-hmm. pretty social, have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this game requires all those abilities. So maybe I could, uh, maybe I could try my ha- hand at it. Okay, cool. So, so let's, 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 the stage has been set. We know he's smart. Phi Beta Kappa at the incredible Morehouse College in Atlanta, yes, Georgia. Okay. Yes. Law school at University of Pennsylvania. He's talking that yes. intelligence. Okay. We know he can get around. <laughs> so now, He's been wanting to do this for like 10 years. So he was looking at you. So you, this was a planned action. You you just like to stumble oh, yeah. upon this. So were you rejected several times? Did you apply yeah. several times? Explain. Tell us about that. So at Morehouse, I learned the saying, proper preparation prevents poor performance, right? So I, I've been watching the show for years and wanting to get on the show. Mm-hmm. So as I watched it, I was taking notes for years on strategy, how I would play, how I would react to certain situations, Mm -hmm. what have you. Mm -hmm. And I started started applying, I'd say, like seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And over the years, I sent in many application videos. I went to live castings. I never got it through, like, uh, when I was out of law school, I was clerking for a few judges in Philly. I never got it. I had my suit and tie on. I was clean cut then. And I never got it. And then finally, I take this career path change, and I start my own company. And I grow out an afro. I got my beard. I'm kind of living my full life. Mm-hmm. And they finally say, "We want this version of Wendell. We want you to come on the show." So that I think it was the the, the preparation and also the persistence in me not giving up and me continuing to apply and apply and apply. Well, I think also the fact that you you made a statement there, a transition. I I, I feel you became who you are today. You know, like you said, you know. You didn't come in there, come into, okay, this is Survivor. You're on the island. You said you were coming in that mm-hmm. clean cut. That's a look that don't work on that island because you're pulling <laughs> you're off right. your clothes. The tie going somewhere. Exactly. It's not going to stay on you, exactly. you know what I'm saying? So, so that look right there, 
they say, well, he, we like him, but I don't really think he get it. Because they want you to exactly. survive. Because I've, I've, I'm a big fan of these shows. Well, another one of my favorite shows is Naked and Afraid. I love that show. Ooh. Ooh, I love that show. Now, you, you get on that show, Wendell. Now, uh, you got to be the real dresser. <laughs> <laughs> out, oh, out there trying to start a fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and so so, so I, I appreciate the fact that you're showing everybody that even in this television show, you had to put in preparation. You had to examine and have a plan of action. And the key thing you said was persistency. And mm-hmm. also what you said was key to me in hearing this process is that you made a transition in your life. Let's talk about that because you're doing everything that people tell you to do. I used to work for IBM before I became a stand-up comic. And before I did, I left for stand-up comic. I became a sitcom writer. When I left a sitcom writer, I became a television producer. Then I became a manager of talent. So that's a lot of transitions. And people always tell me, man, you know how to reinvent yourself. And I just tell people, right. I'm not afraid to step out there. Tell us about your personality, Wendell. That's exactly it. You can't be afraid to step out there. You can't be afraid to take risks and, and you know, take a leap of faith. Um, calculated risks, though. Like, uh, I'm, not just, I'm not just doing something off of a whim. I had... Um, when I was clerking for a few judges in Philly, I was in civil court and I was in family court, and I needed a bed for myself. And on my salary, I couldn't afford the, these nicer, high-end beds that I really that I really wanted. So I decided to build my own bed, um, and it was a it was a beautiful piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I, I have a gift right here. This is something that I can do. And then over time, I started building more beds on the side. While I was still clerking and working hard, you know, nine to five, I started building beds and other kinds of furniture and selling it on the side. So I'm like, you know what? This is something that fulfills me. This is something that I love doing. I'm using my creative um, gifts and I'm being entrepreneurial. So maybe this is something, maybe this might be my path. So then the final judge that I clerked for retired in uh, 2015. And I was like, man, this might be the perfect opportunity um, my opportunity finally met my preparation, my building this business on the side. And so finally I decided to go full force and create this furniture company where I can have a creative outlet. I can be the artist that I truly am inside, be the entrepreneur that I am, and, uh, and do what I love, you know? So this is a big old, this is an extreme change, okay? Yes. And first of all, how do you build a bed? <laughs> see, see, you threw that out there like, you know, like, you know, like, uh, see, I built erector sets. I put together Hot Wheel tracks. You know, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I've glued together some airplanes. You sitting up here talking about, you know, I built my bed. Like, what plan? What are you going online to find out how to build a bed? So, okay, I've always been good with my hands. I'll start off. I should have said that first. I've always been good with my hands. I've been able to kind of build things. My dad, uh, my dad is an attorney. He's a retired attorney, but growing up, he always had me helping him <laughs> do things like frame out the basement, drywall right, here, or right. do, you know, so I've always been handy. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and so I, I, I found all these random pieces of wood and different things. And I kind of pieced it together to make what I call this like patchwork style headboard with mm-hmm. like many pieces of wood. And then I stained the whole thing and, that has been my aesthetic as far as my uh, as my pieces. It's been like kind of patchworky. We use reclaimed wood and we right. use barn wood, so there's like this reused element, this uh, recycled element, this uh, 
environmentally friendly, eco-friendly element to my company where we uh, we take, you know, what might be considered junk. Like, we'll, we'll tear down a barn. Right, And right. we'll then transition Which is it really, into a really good wood. Table. Which is really, really exactly. good, strong wood that survived the weather. I have to ask you this now. You out there successful law, and then you know, people always think you're crazy anyway. You know, first of all, you're a <laughs> lawyer. Now you're making furniture. Now you mm-hmm. want to go over here and do survival. What was mm-hmm. that? What was that conversation like when it hit the streets, <laughs> Mister Black Man? <laughs> okay, okay. So, so my parents, I guess, uh, you know, my parents had had known that I'd been watching this show and kind of applying, but and they they see me, you know, you know, practicing making fire outside and doing these things, but I don't think they really thought that <laughs> I would actually get on, let alone get far in it, let alone win the game. So. Um, I, I, when I finally got the call that I was going to be on the show, mm-hmm. I told my, I sent an email to my, my mother, my father, and my, I have an older and a younger sister. Right. And I said, Hey guys, all of this work finally paid off. You guys know I've been applying and applying for Survivor. And I finally, I got the call. I'm going out on the island in two months. And they were, they were pretty shocked. You know, they were like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe this is really happening. They knew that I got a final casting in L.A. They knew I was flown out there, but I don't know if they really thought that I was really going to make it. And uh, so they were pretty shocked, but at the same time, they know the person I am. They know that I'm, I'm good at, like, I'm a hustler. I'm good at navigating different situations. I'm good at talking to different people. I'm pretty athletic. I'm pretty smart. They're like, we know wherever we put you, you're going you're gonna to be all right. You're going to rise. I think that they, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to rise. Exactly. And uh, I think that you know, in the game of Survivor, it's it's a lot you, but it's also a lot of luck. In my season, I thought there was a lot of God. It was God's plan for me to get through a lot of things, and I I found my way to the top. I found my way to the end, and I, I got it done. What was the prize money? What you, what did you oh, do man. with it? Oh man! So the prize money was a million dollars, and um, that was that was a, uh, a great check to get. But what I've done is, um, I talked to my father. We we filmed like a year ago, and then it took like nine months to air. Right. So I kind of I kind of had a good feeling that although they they re- reveal the win live, you know, at the end of the season, I had a good feeling that I had won. So I went home and I told one person. I talked to my dad and I said, "Hey, Dad, I think I might I think I might have got the job done out there. Can you give me some advice on how to invest this money? Because I don't want to be one of these guys." that gets a big check and, and blows it. So he took me to his uh, financial planner. Um, they, uh, it's like an investment group called the Pennsylvania Trust, and he kind of introduced me to those guys. So then finally, fast forward to when I finally win and get the check, I went. Um, I took the million-dollar check right to this company, and I invested it. And so now I am fully invested in a diversified stock portfolio. It's in, it's in stocks. Just watching it roll up. That stock market is exactly. on fire. It's on fire that's, right now. That's it. That's <laughs> it. And so in in April, in April, I'm going to take a big hit, and I got to pay the about 400k in tax. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a big hit. But until then, at least that that amount of money is still going to accrue interest. So I'm just, just telling you something. That work. Go talk to a tax planner. Get your defined benefit plan. I'm telling uh, you, okay. the fine benefit plan, you can take that 400 and put it in there, and you don't pay them nothing, okay? Nothing. Okay, okay just, just think this out. A lot of people think you got to pay taxes on everything, and there are, there are, there are strategic, strategic uh, angles of 
This is legitimate. I don't I don't give out bad advice on my show unless it's a lifestyle that I, I participate in. But don't feel that you can give away that whole four hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. All right. So defined benefit plan. Defined benefit plan. Okay. It's something you have to keep up going. But you you you, you got a business. You got charity engagements you're dealing with. So just yeah. just don't do it. Just don't give it away like that. Okay. Now, Absolutely. Hey, yeah. I, I'm glad that you told me that. My man. You are a champion. Will Smith is a champion. He's from Philly. Kevin Hart's a champion. He's from Philly. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl champion. <laughs> Come on here, brother. Keep winning, man. Yeah, I appreciate you calling in on Money Making Conversations. I always tell people to keep winning. You are a winner. Thank you so much for the time. I appreciate you, sir. All right, my brother. Money Making Conversation. The land of winners, brother. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Yes, this is Rashawn McDonald. Let me tell you before I get started here. I love my smile and I love my teeth. When was the last time you replaced your toothbrush? Do you always brush twice a day for a full two minutes? I do. Paying attention to these good habits has a huge impact on your health. Introducing Quip. Q-U-I-P, the new electric toothbrush that helps to fix the brushing habits that most people get wrong. Not me anymore. Quip does this with a lightweight and sleek design. It's just a little bit bigger than a toothbrush. I'm just telling you the truth because I got that old big old toothbrush that I used to, electric toothbrush, sits on my counter now because I use my Quip all the time. No more bulky things for me. to. I'm using my Quip. And besides, that bulkier toothbrush costs five times more. No more. Quip just starts at $25, and you get brush head refills automatically delivered on a dentist's recommended three-month schedule for only $5, and shipping's free. Quip has been featured in GQ, Oprah's Old List, and Time Magazine, named one of the best inventions of the year. Go to GetQuip forward slash Rashawn McDonald right now and get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at GetQuip.com. My next guest, she's on the phone right now waiting, is an, is an Emmy Award-winning journalist, television personality, author, producer, philanthropist, and girls' empowerment activist. And she's a true role model. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation again, Sean Robinson. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Well, Sean, I'm telling you, I'm so happy to have you back on the show. Because, Thank you. Uh, first of all, we, we've known each other a long time. We actually yeah. have seen each other's careers uh, in, uh, in the public and behind the scenes because I've run into you in New York. You're always engaged in some type of activism that's uh that's positive and well, i think that you and i have known each other for since i came to los angeles absolutely. i think that was back in 1999 there you go 
<laughs> Seriously, and that when she when she first got there, and I and we right. and we maintained this positive relationship, and uh, whenever we saw each other, it was always good vibes, and just to see each other doing our things beyond what we first met each other. You know, mine yeah. was managing Steve Harvey's career, and yours was Access Hollywood, mm-hmm. and so it's all about being able to reinvent yourself, also being able to show that there are other your talents can be exploited in other things that you want to do, and right. not saying that we weren't doing what we wanted to do back then, but. There's a, there's a certain amount of versatility that you're showing with your career now, and your platform is really, really uh, important to you. And, uh, and social media is really important to your brand right now, correct? Absolutely. And, you know, remember when I first started at Access Hollywood, and you, you know this very well, mm-hmm. we didn't have social media. We didn't have Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Um, and so our we were dependent upon other means to get our messages out. But now we have control over our own message, and we can um, reach the people who support us, our fans, our supporters directly. And it's important to, you know, keep that conversation going, keep that engagement going, because these are the people who have supported us for so long over the years. And that's really important because you start to tell your story. And right. and, and that's, that's really important because I always tell people that, you know, I it took me a minute when I stopped managing Steve's. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know, and people go, "Yeah, you are, you're, 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 you can just say that because people who follow you or people who they have to have a reason, they have to have a, a justification, an emotion as to why they should follow you or like your page, and they have to be a consistent brand. And so, what was that in your process of building out your brand and getting your voice together, Sean? Well, you know, that's interesting that you say that because a lot of times when we are attached to uh, a name or a show like I was attached to a show, Access Hollywood, yeah. for 16 years. Yes. And so um, there were times when I felt even before I left, and, and you know, I had thought about leaving you know, so many times before mm-hmm. and pursuing projects that I was really passionate about. But I was thinking, would I still be who I am without right. this name right. behind me? Right. And you find that when you do take that leap of faith, and you expand, you are still who you are, okay? Mm-hmm. You, you are still who you are, and you are still the person that people connect with. So it's about, for me, it was about stepping out on faith mm-hmm. and learning how I, you know, continue to build that brand mm-hmm. um, outside of that particular name. And um, I was even, um, you know, uh, there was a point on um, my social media I said, uh, let me take that name off of the social media. Okay, let me take that name off. And can I detach from that? And that is not to say I'm not grateful. I'm extremely grateful for the mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful 16 years that I had with the show. I met a lot of great people. I met you mm-hmm. and so many other wonderful people through the show. Um, but there was more to me. Mm-hmm. And I am, you know, finding that out now. And how do I spread my wings? And how do I step out on faith? And how do I make Sean Robinson the most well-rounded person that she can be? And that, 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 that's a fear. That's fear that you, I had to overcome, fear. I, I put it on me and because of right. the fact that what advice would you give somebody who's sitting at a job, who's uh, in a relationship that they should, be, they should get out of? Because I always tell people it's more than just a job when you have to change your life, you have to change your whole thought process. Sometimes you're in a bad relationship that's just, just dragging you along, that you really need to fire or quit, just like you need to quit that job. What, 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 what advice would you give somebody, somebody 
to make that transition? Do they plan it out? Do they do they just walk away, walk in and say, I'm out? Well, yeah. And, you know, it's easy. Listen, let's be real. It's easy to make a change when you have the resources to hold you or tide you over, you know, until you get something else going. I mean, that's, that's easy. Um, but, you know, sometimes when it comes to a particular job, you may feel, gosh, you know, how am I going to make it in the meantime? And that's the, in the meantime is what you have to overcome in terms of your fear about what's going to happen. So obviously you have to be smart. You have to save your money. You have to be strategic. Um, but also, you have to, uh, when it comes to, you know, listen with me, when it comes to relationships, um, you know, that which is not serving you is not for your greater good. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. get my, you know, I get my faith from, you know, I was, you know, I go to Faithful Central Bible Church with Bishop <laughs> Kennedy Elmer mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. And listen, in Inglewood, and listen, he's always breaking it down. Like, there'll be, there'll be something that I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. and the answer will come to me if I stop and just be, be, be silent and be still and pray about it. But, um, you know, just with, uh, you know, just back to the job situation, it's about, you know, what, listen, life is very short. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like every single year I'm hearing about somebody that I knew, um, you know, no longer with us. So right. life is very short. So do you want to stay in this current situation for the rest of your life because of fear? Um, and my answer is always no. Yeah, you know, my, my answer That's is my no. my answer, too. We're on the same page. Now, here's the fun part about social media, because I consider Sean a friend. And just watching her, you know, see her dad picture on there, and then I see all these other people. Because, you know, your goal is to create engagement. And so you was at the NABJ recently. And, right. Mm-hmm. And your engagement was off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying. I was trying. And so, so what was your goal? Just to teach people, what was the purpose of what, your post when you went up there? What was the goals when you went up there? Here's an event. You're a celebrity. You're going to be around a media event that's tied to you, and you know you're going to engage with other celebrities. When you were posting, what was the process in your post? Well, I try to just show people... Um, well, number one, going back to NABJ, it was in my hometown of Detroit, so I definitely wanted to be a part of it. And I have not been to NABJ, the National Association of Black Journalists Conference, in years. I used to go there at the beginning of my career, you know, have my little resume tapes with me, and I would go down to each of the booths and have the news directors look at my resume tapes and shred them apart mm-hmm. and, you know, beg people for jobs. And so I hadn't, you know, needed to do that in a very long time. Um, so this was a chance for me to go back and, uh, first of all, go back home. And I also was asked to open or host the opening night uh, reception for, um, for the conference, which was held on the Tuesday night before the conference began. And so it was just a wonderful time for me to connect with people I hadn't seen in a very, very long time. And I always think of an excuse to go back home to Detroit because I love the city and the city is on the rise and it's experiencing a renaissance right now. now. Mm -hmm. You know, don't sleep on Detroit, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is, I mean, that is the comeback city. And so in terms of my post, I wanted to show people, um, you know, just what I was doing, not only connecting with my mom, hanging out with her and connecting with friends and hanging out with them, but 
um, I saw my, there was one picture that I posted of this woman, um, Diana Lewis. She mm-hmm. was a, an early mentor of mine. And mentor in the sense, I didn't never talk to her when I was, you know, coming up in the business. But I would watch her on TV. And seeing another black woman on TV that looked like me mm-hmm. was so incredibly empowering and gave me hope that I could accomplish this too. Thank you for responding so quickly to come on the show again to tell everybody about some of the things you're doing. But the base of who you are, you are a role model. And thank I want to thank everybody for now your role model as an executive producer. Letting everybody know that you can transition and do things positively. Go out on faith, go with a plan, and you'll keep winning. Sean, thank you for calling my show. Thank you, Sean. Okay, love you, hon. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Keep winning, everybody. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.MoneyMakingConversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time you stop thinking about your dreams and put some plans into action. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.RashawnMcDonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, coworker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. Yes, this is Rashawn McDonald. Let me tell you before I get started here. I love my smile and I love my teeth. When was the last time you replaced your toothbrush? Do you always brush twice a day for a full two minutes? I do. Paying attention to these good habits has a huge impact on your health. Introducing Quip, Q-U-I-P, the new electric toothbrush that helps to fix the brushing habits that most people get wrong. Not me anymore. Quip does this with a lightweight and sleek design. It's just a little bit bigger than a toothbrush. I'm just telling you the truth because I got that old big old toothbrush that I used to, electric toothbrush, sits on my counter now because I use my Quip all the time. No more bulky things. For me, to, I'm using my Quip. And besides, that bulkier toothbrush costs five times more. No more. Quip just starts at $25. And you get brush head refills automatically delivered on a dentist's recommended three-month schedule for only $5. And shipping's free. Quip has been featured in GQ, Oprah's Old List, and Time Magazine, named one of the best inventions of the year. Go to GetQuip forward slash Rashawn McDonald right now and get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at GetQuip.com. Whoa, now it's time to bring up that guest, one of the guests that have been vetted. 
I know this dude, so he wasn't vetted that much. Uh, my next guest is known as the Reality Check Doctor. He's a certified master coach and relationship expert. Off there, we were just talking about relationships. Now, and I forgot that uh, he was in the, uh, one of the top relationship experts. For over a decade, Dr. D. Ivan Young has been dedicated to helping people create a positive, lasting change in people's lives. He's an, he has an incredible TEDx. He's an incredible TEDx speaker. In fact, uh, the TEDx that he has out right now has over a million views. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Dr. D. Ivan Young. Hey, hey, man! How are you doing, Mister McDonald? <laughs> I'm doing good. But actually, it's, it's I, I've waited too long to put you on the show. You should have been on the show a long time ago. Either you're just very busy, or I'm just very busy. But I'm happy to have you on the show, Doctor Young. Man, it is such an honor to be with you. Um, you know, one thing that I, I just have to uh, kind of be a little groupy about is <laughs> when someone that I look at like you as a mentor figure and as a role model. Uh, calls, the first thing you wonder, okay, is this a damn prank call? And then, you know, it was really your office. So, man, I am just, uh, I'm humbled, I'm delighted, but beyond that, I am very grateful to have someone that with your platform and with your track record uh, just provide the opportunity for me to try to bless somebody with what I've learned from you and people like you. Well, let's give some credit on my side to what you've done for me personally i was not interested in doing a radio show i ran into in houston texas i ran into uh, uh ivan in uh, a restaurant walked up to him hey, how you doing Be, do my show and he has a show on at the time and i said uh, i don't know he said come on man do my show people need to hear you people need to hear what you have to say so i did his show in houston texas and uh, it was great, fantastic show. Great uh, people lighting up the phone call, phone lines, and everything. And I got off when I walked off air. The owners of the station was waiting on me. I sat in their office for two hours. You remember that? And, yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I remember them ambushing you. Is what I remember. They ambushed you when you got out, walked off. And um, and they sat down and asked me, and I said, "Well, I said I do it, for, I, but but I only do it for four weeks. I do the show for four weeks. That was in May of last year, 2017." Four weeks. So now we're at the about the uh, 16th month mark, and we're still doing money-making conversation. And I'm on the phone with the young man who uh, made it all happen as far as uh, getting me in. And that's why I always tell people, you never know when your next opportunity will come. You keep an open mind. And that, that's basically what your career is all about, keeping an open mind, correct? Yes, sir. But one of the biggest things that has uh, I've learned from – just many mentors, you, Jaylene, Ricky, people like Greg Carter and people like that is don't get the big head, work your butt off. People, there's no such thing as being an overnight success. Now, you can screw it up overnight, even within two or three minutes of running your mouth, but if you really want durable, lasting success, it's all about living your brand and being committed and humble, and every opportunity that you get, Take it serious and make the most of it. Let's talk about because uh, I want to. There's several arrows because we got you for two breaks, and I want to talk about the TEDx uh, moment. Now, how many TEDx speakers uh, opportunities have you had so far? Uh, uh, so far, there are two that are published out there, mm -hmm. and there'll probably be about three more within the next twelve months. <laughs> uh, we're talking. I wonder uh, why. <laughs> well, well, I'll just put it like this, man. You know, it's it's rare, Rashawn, that they even get brothers. Uh, not that it, it hasn't been any of Absolutely. us, but we are a very select group. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And those of us who have been um, esteemed or, or fortunate enough to have that platform, because as you guys know, it, they bet the hell out you to be on do a TEDx, and then even when you're in competition, you're in competition amongst all these brilliant minds. Mm-hmm. So just to have the um, the opportunity to do something like that is truly, truly a wonderful experience. Now you have one. You had one of your videos that you did on TEDx, over a million views. I remember you was tracking it. Rashawn, check this out. I'm at 250,000. I'm at a half million. Tell us about yeah. that experience of taping it, where it was taped, some of the content in it. Don't want to give away because we want people to, we want to drive them to go watch it and keep adding to the views. But tell us about where it was taped, how the opportunity came about you, and what changes has it caused in your life to get a video that has been viewed by over a million people. Oh, wow. It's highly significant. You know, it's one thing when we put out content ourselves and mm-hmm. try to optimize it and, and, and sell it, but TEDx doesn't permit you doing any type of stimulation that's financial for a TEDx uh, a, a video. But the way it took place, uh, Lone Star was having a TEDx event here in, in the uh, Houston area, uh, and several, a few hundred people applied. Uh, I was I was re- uh, suggested, and next thing I know, you know, they vetted and vetted and vetted, and I somehow was very um, fortunate to make it to the top ten people mm-hmm. that they selected mm-hmm. out of hundreds of people. From that point, the uh, you know, I just did my thing, talking about the laws of attraction and emotional intelligence. Soon thereafter, uh, they notified me, and they said, hey, man, this thing's hit 11,000, which I was like, what, 11,000? <laughs> if someone had told me it would be a million views within 18 months, I would have never believed it. But I can tell you that what I'm very grateful for is that it's opened up opportunities such as this platform to be on programs like this program I'm on with you right now uh, to get the exposure and to represent that many of us, meaning men of color, mm-hmm. we do more than, and I'm not knocking brothers that catch and dribble balls because mm-hmm. that's a gift within itself, but there are people like you and me out here that use other gifts and other skill sets to, uh, to maximize our potential. You have something called the Taco Bell strategy. Now, I've never mm-hmm. heard that Taco Bell strategy, so this is money-making conversation. When I read that in your, your, your questions for the show, I wanted you to explain exactly what is the Taco Bell strategy. It's, it's real simple. Taco Bell takes ground beef, lettuce, cheese, and a tortilla. And sometimes they make a burrito. They make a taco. They make a tostada, uh, you know, a chalupa. They make all this stuff using the same basic ingredients. So in my practice, I am one of uh, probably 60 or 70 master credential MBTI practitioners in the world. Mm-hmm. And of black men, I'm probably one of six or seven. Mm-hmm. And again, in the world. So I use that instrument. I'm an expert on personality type. Mm-hmm. I'm also an expert on neurolinguistics. I'm also an expert on relationships. So when I do my thing, I make sure that I bring together elements that other people have already said, you know what, this is a proven uh, concept. This is proven science. Mm -hmm. So it's not just my opinion because um, people, you need something as a base and as a platform to build from. The other thing, something I learned from you, I remember you shared this story with me once. You said, Doc, I was going through a season of my life, 
and they were making some decisions and and you said well i tell you what i don't really mind the money pay me but let me keep my title i need my title so i've learned the value of a good name number one and the value of using key ingredients that are associated with my name that I can bring value to that brand or to that instrument and that instrument can add value and uh you know be somewhat of an implied endorsement for my abilities and and again like it goes back to this work hard and know your stuff you know that there's clip that little, that story he talked about was that uh I just wrapped a uh a season on Steve Harvey's first sitcom on ABC called Me and the Boys. And Robert Townsend hired me to do his sitcom on the WB called Parenthood. And I was a, on the Steve Harvey show, I was an executive story editor. And then what they did was when I got hired on Robert Townsend's show, they moved me back to a staff writer. So I actually took a step back. So I said, hey, 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 I need my title. I said, you don't have to pay me money. Just give me title. I just wanted people to assume that I was still moving forward without the check associated with it. Because a lot of people don't understand that. It's about branding. Way back then, I understood brands, understood about marketing, understood about perception. If people perceive that you're moving forward, then guess what? You'll get paid like you're going to be moving forward. So I already know. I told them, they, they had never had anybody talk to them like that. I said, no, no, no. You can keep my salary. Just give me my title back. They went, oh, let's go to legal when they came back. Okay, we'll do it. You, you're sure now. I said, I'm, I don't want any money. I just want that title. And that's what you're saying right now. And that's what you try to communicate when you talk about doing business. And that's why you have the title of the reality check. Correct? Yes, sir. I, I've taken that even further. I've had you and my ear, Ricky, Jaylene and my ear. And if you guys don't know who Jaylene Mack and Ricky Anderson is, you might want to find out. But <laughs> the thing that the three of you taught me is, Know when to exit stage left, meaning if something's not conducive to where you're taking your brand, you know, all money ain't good money, and all opportunities aren't good opportunities. The other thing that I learned uh, the hard way is to let let other people brag about you. Let other people talk about you. And I'm not saying don't promote yourself. There's a difference between promoting yourself and then positioning yourself to look like you're full of what the bull left in the barnyard. So I don't do that anymore. (laughs) I've made sure that uh, I leave a trail and that trail is built on things that add value to not only my brand, but to whatever opportunity I'm presented with. It's amazing. Let me just clarify. Jaylene Mack, she's an attorney out of Houston, Texas. She does all my trademarks. That are Steve Harvey, Rashad McDonald, the last 20 years. That's the only person that's ever done trademarks for me and Steve Harvey in that run. Also, Ricky Anderson, he does deal for Tyler Perry, Monique, exclusive Monique. When she won the Oscar, mentioned Ricky Turney, attorney Ricky Anderson, uh, excuse me, on, on the stage when she won the Oscar. Doctor, uh, the reality check doctor, that's Dr. D. Ivan Young. I want to thank you for coming on my show. Um, my man, know that we're going to do this more often every quarter because your brand is part of my life. I just want to bring on the sh- bring you on the show and say thank you. Thank you for giving me uh, a direction that I wasn't looking. And it was important that you believe in me, that I also believe in myself. Hey, man, thank you. Love you, bro. And may God continue to bless everything you put your hands on. Well, I feel good about that statement. And I, I accept it. And I, and I want all those blessings to go back to you the same way. Money Making Conversation, we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more 
from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. As host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations. Until you do the business plan or incorporate or actually create that product or start selling products, the universe doesn't have to deal with you. Money Making Conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success. It's good to have a Money Making Conversation with somebody that make money. (laughs) Hey, this is Rashawn McDonald, Money Making Conversations. Getting, out, getting my act together. This is my last break. My teeth. I got to talk about my teeth because I love my smile and I love my teeth. When was the last time you replaced your toothbrush? Do you always brush twice a day for a full two minutes? I'm just asking you rhetorical questions. Paying attention to these good habits has a huge impact on your health. Introducing Quip, spelled Q-U-I-P, the new electric toothbrush that helps to fix that brushing, those brushing habits that most people get wrong. I've been getting it wrong for years. Now I'm right. Quip got me right. Quip does this with a lightweight and sleek design, simple time vibrations, and guiding pulses to give you a perfect two-minute clean. Quip is about the size of a normal toothbrush. Those bulkier, bulkier electric brushes have awkward charging stands, modes you don't need, and cost five times as much. Quip starts at just $25, and you can get brush head refills automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended three-month schedule for only $5, and shipping's free. Quip has been featured in GQ, Oprah's O-List, and Time Magazine, namely one of the best inventions of the year. Go to getquip.com forward slash Rashawn McDonald right now and get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com forward slash Rashawn McDonald. My next guest has survived the tough streets of South Sacramento. I don't know. I come from Fifth Ward, Texas, so we're going to compare tough. Okay. <laughs> Turning a creative idea into a multi-million dollar hair company. Now, I don't have any hair, so she got me on that. <laughs> Curl. Name that company is Curls, a family organic hair care products targeted for women embracing their natural textures. She's a star of a new show on OWN. That's OWN. That's the Oprah Network called Mind Your Business with Maisha. Hello. How you doing? I, I just paused to see if I got it right. Okay, I got it right. Good. Okay, go. <laughs> Which airs on Saturday at 10 p.m. 
a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Mahisha Dillinger. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I would say I, I, I pause to see if you're going to, because I've seen your show now. Because, see, I want to I want to be on your good side. I want to be on uh-huh. your good side. Because I've seen the bad side, you know. Well, when it people, wasn't that bad. Well, you know, it was you know, really tough love. Well, the thing about it is that so, so when I said your name, it was like a affirmation. You know, is that right? Is that right? Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Move forward. Okay. Okay, cool. But I got it right. I've gotten through the first test of our relationship. Because uh, yeah. f- before we move forward into the TV show that start, that's airing on OWN at 10 p.m. on Saturday night, does it follow uh, I- I- Ayana? Ayana. Yeah. Another name yeah. I can't say correctly. Uh, Miss Van Zandt's show. And, uh, and so, so when you look at that show, because her show is kind of like a tough love show as well that's on, that airs on OWN on Saturday night, correct? That is correct. And so, but hers is tough love within the, the, the family dynamic. Yours right. is tough love in the business world. Yes. So Mine t- is all about helping this show, Mind Your Business with Mahisha on OWN. It's a show that's all about helping black female-based business owners excel. Um, there's an increase in the number of black female-based businesses. We're on the rise. Absolutely. 300%. That there's an increase of 300% of us, but only 4% have made it to the million dollar mark. Now, there's a huge gap there. We have the largest growth, but only 4% or less make it to the million dollar mark. So, the goal of the show is to help to bridge the gap. We're going to help eight individual business owners, eight individual brands, eight individual companies to excel and succeed. But throughout the show and the season, we're also given the tools to the audience, the viewers who are watching it, to also take back home to implement in their lives. Now, the, now, now, a show that I like a lot, that uh, some people have compared your show to her show, you remind me a lot of a very popular show that I like called The Prophet. And uh, because you... The, uh, yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Sorry, go I got to stay on the good side. She, I thought she about to come at me. You know? I'm chasing. Y'all got to watch this show now. You can see why Rashawn's pausing oh all the time. Because we live on radio. She might go to the left on me. I go, I can't. I can't. Dump button, dump button, something. Save my career. But the thing about it, like the prophet, he goes in there and he has to do tough love too. And because yeah. some people shouldn't be in business. But they get in business. Or some people have a business. And guess what? It's just barely getting by, and it should be way more profitable. And so when I, was, when, I, when I did my research and started examining what this show was all about, because you go into the, you know, it's very, this is a very personal experience that you're having with these owners of these businesses or people who have these ideas or these concepts that they're trying to get afloat. So tell everybody about your show before I get into more detail. Let everybody know exactly what the show does. Yes, and, it, you know, when, I, when you said the profit. It is exactly that. It's a mixture of the prophet meets the shark tank with a sprinkle of the Yala Fix My Life. That is really the premise of the show. We're fixing people's businesses, mm-hmm. coming in with a little bit of tough love, mm-hmm. a lot of tools, a lot of information, mm-hmm. a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. There are some investment piece that comes along with some of the ladies, like you saw in episode two last this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it comes, and the help comes in different forms. Each business owner is in a different industry, different state of her business, and has different needs. So every individual episode will be unique. We can't just do a one-size-fits-all you know, one approach. Right. So we're meeting them where they are, 
give them what they need at that present time um, to get them to and through success. So let me ask you, you say you're doing this with eight businesses. Were you, yes. uh, were you involved in the process of selecting the eight businesses? No, I was not. Um, there is um, a team mm-hmm. full of casting um, managers that go after these ladies. They have approached them. They all had to be obviously African-American, black, business owner um, that has a legitimate business, of course, and, mm-hmm. a, and a problem that we can actually solve beyond just giving money. Mm-hmm. We want to have something that we can actually dig our teeth in and really help with. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you solved it. Because okay, let's let me just go back. Like the episode, I saw the episode with the young lady who's the uh, reality star. Oh yes, <laughs> that 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 show made her mad. That it, it, let's 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 be real now. You got mad at her, did you not? Ms. I Dillinger. did, and you know why? I did, and here's the deal. I asked the producers when I went into you, this you, show. Before you start, I apologize. Give everybody the backstory so we can know, keep everybody in this journey about what this show is about her. and then why you got made. Okay, so th- this, what is this episode about? This particular episode with 800 West was all about helping a reality star named Megan James with her swimwear fashion line mm-hmm. that she makes for Fashion Nova, a big retailer that's very popular. So she brought in with her a partner that she actually was blessed with, this woman who's um, connected in the industry of mm-hmm. cutting and sewers and, and material handlers and, and production, and she does all the stuff that you need, the contacts you need. But she became her partner, mm-hmm. a very mi- minor partner, but this partner of hers gave her credit to Megan to use because she had 18 years of credit established with these people and Miss James did not pay her bills. And so now this poor lady, Tanya is faced Stop. with all, over $11,000 worth of bills and potentially will be sued. Mm-hmm. So um, the reason why I got upset with Mrs. James is because <laughs> she did not take account of the whole accountability for her actions. She did not care that she, what she did to Miss Tanya. I felt horrible that she has this platform that she can actually do good with but instead she's making us look bad we as black women already have a lot of things we have to face and deal with negativity negative impressions and and impressions of us and we have to set the bar higher for ourselves and when you have the opportunity to do so in a platform take it seriously and i was disappointed with her um so that's where you see the anger coming from, because I want her to do better. Well, the thing about that, it in that scene, let me just tell you guys, I was upset because the, Megan, that's her name, correct? Was selfish. Yes. Selfish. This young her partner was crying, her was emotionally crying, yes. pleading her case with receipts. And right. Megan over there going, what's the problem? I don't care. She said, I don't, it doesn't make me feel bad. I don't feel bad at all. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And, uh, I think we need to move her up an hour to y'all to fix my life and then come back to this show. Well, you know, you fix her, though. I'm going to tell you something else in this show. Because when you watch these, you got to watch these shows because they grab you. They get you. And once you, once you realize you're dealing with a crazy person, you're trying to figure out how Miss Dillinger is going to fix this problem. Because I, I'm looking at the person who had no, she was, just, she was just popular because she came from a reality show. She had no right. respect for the process. She had no business sense. She had no respect for her partner. She spent the money that was supposed to go pay for the bills on herself. Yes. That was the part that got yes. everybody mad is that she yes. had the money. 
She decided, guess what? That's profits. Profits go to me. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. That was very hard for me to hear. That was very hard for me to hear. If you want to see a young lady try to straighten out the lives and get people on just more than faith, because a lot of people start businesses on faith. And this is a show to watch. I had a, I had a great time watching them. I'm glad you called my show and shared our, our viewers and our listeners uh, the great opportunity they can experience every Saturday night watching you. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. You keep winning, okay? Thank you so much. We, we'll talk soon, and I keep watching. Okay, thank you. Money-making conversation, Rashawn McDonald. tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless Wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com/iheart.